Welcome to Between Two Trains, a bi-monthly business podcast that talks with entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area. And now, Between Two Trains. Welcome to another episode of Between Two Trains. I'm your co-host, Van Pappas, and we got a really special episode today. Today, I not only have a co-host to my left, but I also have a co-host to my right. So to my left, coming back for the second episode in a row, the ever-famous Mr. David Carter from the Downtown Development Authority. David, welcome to the show. Thanks for having me. And to my right, a former guest and a former co-host who's co-host some other episodes, um, Dr. Rachel Weimer, who has a chiropractic practice in downtown Chambly. That's right. So, guys, today we've got a great entrepreneur that we're going to interview because I want to spend this episode talking about um, branding and marketing and what that's like for both of y'all as, you know, David, you as a lawyer, Rachel, you as a chiropractor, you have your own businesses. And we brought on Jenna Dunham, all right, from Black Bear Design right here in downtown Shambu. Jenna, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Proud to be here. All right. So it's first... A lot of Jenna time. We should know she was at the DDA <laughs> meeting just last night. Yeah. So. I'm a civics, civic duty yeah. nerd, so I'm here. <laughs> I love that. So b- before we get into that, Jenna, tell us exactly what Black, Black Bear Design is. What do y'all sure. do? So we were founded as really a graphics agency, graphic design predominantly print media, and over time that developed into web development, digital marketing, all the sort of hot spots, but we really are a full-service marketing agency, so we either want to be your marketing department or we want to be an extension of your existing team, and if you need copywriting or graphic design or web updates, come to us. We can help you with that, so that's sort of who we are. And you are in downtown Chambly, right on Peachtree Road. We are. We have a great space. We're actually in what was the old hardware store of Chambly, I think back in the 30s. So we have original hardwood floors and tin ceilings, and um, you hear every step that's made. But otherwise, we really love our space. We're right by um, Himalayas and and sort of in that general area down from Blue Top. Why there? What what caused y'all? I mean... Well, we had originally been in Dunwoody, um, and we were such a small agency at the time. We were working out of a place called Rome, which is just sort of like an open office. It's just like right here at 3411 Coworking. It's a co-working office company. And it was a great space for us, but we just got to the point we needed a dedicated office space. So we moved um, temporarily to GBC, which is down on Mm -hmm. Pierce, um, to the Guardian Business Center, for temporary space while we looked for permanent space. And our owners at the time had shopped us around a lot. We knew we were in growth mode, so we wanted to get into a space we could kind of grow, and we found that one. And we just loved the charm of it and and love, love, love Shambly. Had no interest in leaving Shambly at all. And it's really central to where all of our staff kind of work. <laughs> so it's, we have people coming all the way from McDonough and Marietta and Lawrenceville who drive in to, to work at the agency. So it's a great location for us. So, David, let's start on, on your side. As the chairman of the Downtown Development Authority, you know, what is Jenna with her company and the DDA and what Shambly's doing? Let's, let's talk a little bit about Shambly's marketing and Shambly's branding. Sure, sure. Your business is exactly what Shambly is looking for. We are not trying to bring in big box businesses and big chains and stuff like that. 
we're trying to keep people who are local and local businesses in the downtown area. And most of what we're trying to do is get more foot traffic for everybody. Yeah. Um, your business doesn't sound like one that operates solely on whoever's coming in and out the door every single day. But having a presence and being seen by people going from restaurant mm -hmm. to restaurant or whatever mm -hmm. is going to increase your visibility and, and bring more people to you eventually. And that word of mouth you can't replace with any other form of advertising. That's right. And, you know, through the city, through the chamber, through a lot of different sort of local networking opportunities, we have found quite a significant clientele base out of that. Um, there is, of course, some what I'll call walk-in traffic, but that's very few people impulse buy marketing services. <laughs> it's right. not really a, a last-minute thing. Um, it's not a cigarette lighter at the end of the checkout right. aisle. We're not selling Halloween costumes for right. dogs, you right, know. Right. So um, it, it's it's much more of a thoughtful sort of premeditated purchase. But um, what it does is give us a really great authority and an established, beautiful location that. It's kind of cool. It's kind of funky. It's sort of like us, a little offbeat. I mean, you can't have a name like Black Bear. If you come in, you'll literally see we've hit that theme in the face. I mean, there's bears everywhere. <laughs> um, so we kind of like the quirk of that. And we target, you know, I hate that word. It sounds like we're about to shoot you. But we, we aim for small to medium-sized businesses. Those are who we fit best because that's what we are. We understand that business. So um, that's it, it's great to to be in Shambly among, and I just learned from you guys how many small businesses there are. In yeah, we have area. over over 2,100 businesses in Shambly, and, you know, we don't have the big boxes. Mm -hmm. You know, unlike Dunway with State Farm and Mercedes-Benz mm -hmm. and all that, and Sandy Springs with all their Fortune 500 companies, those 2,100 businesses in Shambly are mainly like yours, mm -hmm. small mom-and-pop type businesses. Well, can you talk a second about what David was saying with the, the marketing of Shambly. What do you mm -hmm. think Shambly's doing right? What do you think they still have to do? Where do we need to go from here as a community? I think it's great that I never plan to run for office since I'm going to talk about this. Um, there are areas that I think Shambly does great, and there are areas that I definitely see we haven't done yet. I don't think it's that it's not been done well. I just think it hasn't been done yet. Um, one that I know y'all are actively pursuing is the, the definition of Shambly. What is that? What does that look like? What is downtown Shambly and, and how do we define that? Um, and then how do you market that? Is it billboard placement? Is it social media? Is it, you know, what is it that really effectively communicates what Shambly is and why you should come here? And to me, it's not just a matter of, embracing those who are from outside but as David was saying how do we keep people who are here shopping here eating here staying here instead of going to Buckhead or building, a, Park building or, a community that's right mm -hmm. and so I think one of the things Van you and I've talked about kind of offline is the growth plan for Shambly and the sort of um, attention that's being placed on bringing those sort of community-centered efforts into the city are important. We don't have a ton of that right now. Those sort of art centers and cultural centers and shopping meccas and, and those things that are just easy walkable spaces that you can bring your family, you can bring your friends. Those are those are the kind of things I, I'm excited to see Shambly aiming for. Um, but one thing I think Shambly does great is that you have managed to kind of hone in on the charm but still 
care very much about growth and, and future. And it's hard. I come from a really small mountain town in Georgia and they really focused on that charm and never gave a lot of emphasis to, but how do we attract younger, more newer, better future? Mm-hmm. And they're losing the game a little bit with that right now. And you also live in Shambly, so I you're. Do. Uh, this is important to you, not just from yes. having your business in downtown, but being a. That's right. A as a resident, as someone who does manage a business here, it matters to me personally. One, just from the sake of my property value, mm-hmm. I care about that a lot. But I care that the reputation of my business is sort of a. Oh, you're in Shambly. I want it to have that kind of effect. Not oh, Shambly. <laughs> okay, gotcha. I want that that feeling of excitement for the town to to be known. Yeah. Let's change over to Rachel. So you came on the show. Goodness, it's been a while now. Maybe probably nine close, months. Yeah, probably almost a year, a year mm-hmm. ago. And so you've you've run your business now for a, more than a year. Talk about your when you started your business, what you had to go through, and did you employ anyone like Jenna's company for branding and marketing? So so I haven't. I haven't done that yet. Um, if, for the age that I am, it feels like that should be just common sense to me, but it still feels, uh, it, it's tough for me to like rationalize mm-hmm. digital marketing, yep. um, because I am in a, in a field where personal referrals are so significant. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think the the branding and marketing piece is really important these days because everybody is finding everything online. Yeah. And so I, I kind of have that dynamic going. Like, Jenna, what advice would you give her yeah. at this phase? She's a couple years into her business. You just heard her comments on on her thoughts on that. What would you suggest to some to the entrepreneurs listening to this mm-hmm. show who are just like Rachel? What what's your advice? The advice that I have is broaden your thinking of what digital marketing is. I think everyone equates, naturally, because it's the foundation of it, equates digital marketing to ad spend, meaning I'm putting dollars into something in order to produce a result. And digital marketing can be very organic. It can be about your the way you manage and handle social media. But I tell you, for a business like yours, as you just mentioned, referrals being so important, those testimonials on Google, mm-hmm. those testimonials on your business listing, that is a moneymaker right there. And it's as simple as asking for them. No one, unless you have just a you know god-awful experience, thinks to go online and leave reviews, you have to ask for them. Mm-hmm. And you know there are different approaches you can make with that. You could definitely incentivize. I definitely strongly suggest you never pay for reviews. <laughs> um, but I think you can have contests and things like that to encourage people to get it done within a certain timeline, that kind of thing. Well, give us an example of a contest. So, um, we have done one in the past. I'll give you just a personal one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you say, Hey guys, we have free soccer tickets. We, you know, leave a review and we'll do a drawing at the end of the month. That's what I've done. Like leave a review, you get five raffle tickets. That's right. And at the end of the month, we're giving away, you know, two complimentary massages. That's right. So reviews are really, really important. Mm -hmm. The other thing you need to consider are business listings. And this is going to sound so silly, but the world is full of them and you have no control of them. Meaning there are websites who are dedicated out there to finding out that you're a brand new business and listing your information on their site. You've never heard of them. You'll never hear from them. 
But what they do is they soak up all your search engine optimization and they run ads. They have advertisers that pay for them to stay in business. But they're soaking up all your SEO and it may be information that's no longer true. You may have moved location. Your hours may have changed. Fascinating. All kinds of things. And it's just out there and you never signed up, whatever. So there's services you can use. We recommend one called Yext, Y-E-A-X-T. And what that does is unify, centralize, it scans the entire internet for all those creepy business listings and unifies them. Because every time Google sees inconsistency, they ding you. Yep. So you're getting penalized and you're you're falling lower no and lower kidding. on Google mm-hmm. because that's your business fast. I never knew that. That's This amazing. is the thing. I think that that that's why a lot of people don't maybe utilize companies like this is because it's so confusing. Mm-hmm. It's so in-depth and most people don't understand the ins and the outs. Yeah. So you don't even know what you don't know. You don't know what to ask for. I think for. it's worse than that. I think most people don't even bother to Google themselves. Probably. probably. They have no idea that they even have a problem. Probably. I think it is an intimidating thing. I think anything that isn't your field, it's me walk. I am the cliche walking into getting my car fixed, right? I don't care. I don't know. I just want the car to start and go to the next place. I need no other information, right? And so I think that's kind of how we operate as business owners. It's like, I mean, I have business right now. I'm... yeah, I could have more, but I don't have time to care or deal with that next level. It sounds expensive. It sounds exhausting. Uh, I just don't want to do it, right? Um, but I think when you work with someone, I come from a household of teachers. It is in my blood to try to sit down and help you understand. You don't have to do everything today. In fact, if you tried, you'd fail hard. Start small. Start with something that's manageable, something that you can tackle today. All forward motion counts. So start with something that you can kind of get your arms around, like Yext. It's cheap. It's quick. It's dirty. Get in there. Get that cleaned up, and you'll see an automatic boost in your search engine optimization because Mm -hmm. all of that's consistent, and Google finally recognizes, oh, you're legitimate. You're real. You're not just trying to fake me out. Now, what's your feelings (laughs) on social media stuff? Mm -hmm. I have a love-hate... Brian, our social media manager, if you're listening, just tune out right now. I have a love-hate relationship with social media. The love side I have of it is if you have something really visual and tangible, it's awesome. If that's your product you're trying to sell, that's great. If you are service-related or you're B2B, Oh, it's endlessly exhausting to I try to make with that work for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about. Selling legal services, it's not a thing. Right. You have to add value. That's the only way your audience is interested. If they're entertained by you or if they're learning something from you that they can't get somewhere else more easily. If you're feeding it to them easily, then that's great. Um, it is exhausting. It is time-consuming. It is... I agree with you on Never the, the result. The entertaining part. Yes. You yeah. know, we talked about uh, David and I the last uh, episode talked with our entrepreneur about this exact topic mm-hmm. and how yeah. you know people don't want to read anything; they want to be entertained. And and uh, that kind of content is expensive. If you're doing video, if you're doing like really great photography, if you're doing you know beautiful graphics. Mm-hmm. That's time-consuming. That's expensive. Yeah. Putting together a 30-second animated video, that's a chunk of change, and it'll last you... What do you, you think of just native 
Facebook video, someone saying, hey, I'm just going to get in front of the camera the and selfie stick. Yes. get the selfie stick oh, yeah. or whatnot. Here's you know. what I have learned in my time. I can witness it. I can show you analytics that prove it. A picture of my workspace will get more engagement than any article, any video, any other thing I've ever posted. People love that personal inside. First of all, I have the advantage that everybody thinks I work in a space like Mad Men. Not true. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not that sort of like it's not, it's, sexy it's martinis not, It's not all martinis, cigarettes, and, not, yeah, and, and, no. and nooners. No, it's like legitimately... <laughs> Hard work. Is that, is that <laughs> the case? It is. Uh, isn't that what the lawyers no. do? They take a nooner? Oh, if only. Uh, no. oh, my God. At my age, a nooner means a nap. Yeah. <laughs> I would definitely look at social media. For, yeah, yeah. For that. So, for nooners? <laughs> Whoa. We've gone nooner you mean right naps? Now. Oh, yes. Sorry. Yeah, we've gone off the rails I know. here, <laughs> so that's why they call us between, between two, two trains. trains. Precious. Uh, yeah, but I think everybody kind of looks at an agency and thinks, oh, that's that's what it's like. They only know Bewitched and Darren and his ad agency, and they know oh, Mad Men. What a that's... reference. Wow. I'm not sure how many yeah. listeners will May know okay. that reference. Maybe I'm Mr. Tate. That. Maybe I'll yes, see. Mr. Yeah. Tate. I remember Maybe that. I'll that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but those are, I think, the mental references we have of what an advertising or a marketing agency is. And it's just not like that, you know. Um, the closest we get is sometimes we have dogs in the office, but that's as close as we get to being sort of like free and loose, you know. The rest of it's just like dedicated, focused work. And it's it's hard to for people to understand the behind the scenes is my point. They mm -hmm. love seeing that exposure of like what our workspace is like or us like sketching things out on a whiteboard because it feels intimate. It feels like you're getting a behind the scenes look. And that kind of stuff is great in social media. My point with that, to answer your question, Van, is that you need a marriage of both kinds of content. Yeah, get bust out the selfie stick, definitely do some of that casual, interactive posting, but you have to show value in it in other ways, too. You have to show that you are an authority on your subject, and that's reposting you know, relevant articles sometimes. You have to show that you are a voice worth following. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes that requires the polished stuff, and sometimes that requires the casual stuff. It's that combination that I think leads to the most magic in, in a social campaign. Mm -hmm. That's great, because everybody harps on social media, and everybody tells, like me yeah. personally, that you have to post on social media. You have to do videos. You have to do Facebook Lives. I scroll past all that stuff mm -hmm. all the time, because most of it is garbage but if it is not you, good if you are a business that is not either 50 years established if you're not a business that just has you know a marketing excess budget don't start with social media and don't start it and forget it that's the worst thing you, you can do be because mm -hmm. i'm just gonna assume your door's closed mm -hmm. if you just quit you yeah. know i'm just gonna assume you're not no, there you, anymore you've got to post daily that's right so either do it really well daily or don't da do it. daily I think so. I think That's what I well, for for my financial planning practice. Mm -hmm. I I post daily. If I, you have I the have time a, and resources a, to do it, that's awesome. I have a three-two campaign that I use. So three are organic mm -hmm. related stuff that is relevant to me, my practice, what I do, and two are more, you know, hey, I'm I'm sending them to an article I found or. Yeah. You know, it's something that has nothing to do with me being a financial planner. Yeah. I think that's just what I came up with, and it, it seems to work. And I do like video over yeah. actual 
text. Yeah, I think you're going to get more engagement on that. People yeah. can kind of consume it quickly, and we're a society that doesn't enjoy reading. Yeah, we, we've said so, that over and over. Yeah. People don't read anymore. Yeah. I just think if you have only a certain number of beans to spend, don't put too many beans in that bucket until sure. you're really ready to do it. Focus. There are other ways. There are other things. So give us an example happen. of another way. Which, what should... We have our resident mm -hmm. chiropractic here. She's got a small business. What should she be doing? I tell you what I think is sort of the lost art is the printed piece. Mm -hmm. I think having something physical and tangible, because one, that works for all audiences. Uh, uh, well, those who speak that language, I should say. Mm -hmm. um, but that works for all ages, and that kind of thing. But it also is just such a lost art to do something really beautiful and, and thoughtful because it speaks instantly about who you are and what you do. And, you know, I really miss us caring about good design and good branding in that way. Um, but outside of that, I think some, some other things you can focus on are those easy those quick wins, what I'll call. So like the business listing cleanup is a great one. Just researching your competitors. Who are the people out there that are near you and not near you? Look at Washington State. What are they doing and what are they doing great? And can you capitalize on some of that? Ever, you're not reinventing the wheel. Everyone's done what you've done. So what can you do? How can you borrow ideas? None of us are doing anything new. <laughs> so, right, right. So look at what your competitors are doing really well. Take it. Use it. Well, we are up to our commercial break, so we're going to hear from our sponsor here at 3411 Coworking, and we will be right back with our ever-fun Hot or Not game, so stay tuned. <laughs> Looking for an affordable, functional, and creative space to work? Check out 3411 Coworking in downtown Chambly. They have flexible month-to-month -month office space options that include fiber internet, meeting rooms, printing, coffee, snacks, and networking events. 3411 Coworking is the perfect place for entrepreneurs, remote workers, and small business owners looking for a one-stop shop for your professional needs. Stop by for a tour Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and see how 3411 Coworking can work for you. Welcome back to Between Two Trains. We come to you on the 1st and the 15th of every month with great new entrepreneurs. You can hear all our past episodes on our website at betweentwotrains.com or if you're in your car, just pop open your favorite podcasting app and we are most likely there. So we are at the point of this episode where we're going to play Hot or Not. So David, I'm going to turn it over to you and let you run with Hot or Not here. So All right. Cool. So you're the manager of your company, manager mm -hmm. partner of your company, mm -hmm. uh, which means you have to pick and choose your employees and assistants and stuff like that. Yes. So um, W-2 employees versus independent contractors, hot or not? That's not really a hot or not. No, that's a good hot or not. It's a good one. Is it? Oh, gosh. Well, um, W-2... You could play the fifth. Yeah, no, I, I mean, obviously I... Uh, hot on W-2s because mm -hmm. I prefer having just somebody really I can just go down and wring their necks or I can go down and congratulate them and they're just in my space. And so I can... It says a lot about your management style. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> um, that's, a, that's completely accurate. There's the kicking of butts and the wringing of necks happening. I yeah. like the accessibility of a W-2, right? Mm -hmm. I like that you are on call and you're on my time. Um, contract employees almost always are when they have time for me or when they're done with their full-time gig and they can get to my thing, right? Now they're obviously cheaper, and that's great. 
so you have to outweigh, you know, plus I'm giving way too long an answer to this, but I'm going to do it anyway. W2 employees have an investment in what your mission is Mm -hmm. because it's my success is their success. Contract employees, I mean, they're going to dip in and out. They have no, they don't care what the black bear standard is. No ties. No skin in the game. Yeah. Well, my, my question, uh, goes along with that really well, but in your industry or Mm -hmm. just in general, do you feel like it's better to hire experience or fresh talent? In my boat, I'm going to say experience. Mm -hmm. I need you coming on board with a skill set. So experience is hot for me. And it's not that I don't see value in, in, in teaching you how to play the game my way. But my clients don't really have a lot of patience for you getting up to speed. They don't really want to pay for you to, to learn. Train you. Yeah. yeah. But doesn't that mean you're having to pay more? You're absolutely. You're, you're oh yeah, I pay a lot costs. more for employees than most businesses would because I'm looking for somebody who didn't just graduate yesterday. I need you to come in, not just with experience. I'm almost always looking for agency experience. I need to know that you can work with 14 different clients who have 14 different Mm -hmm. industries. You have to be a chameleon. You have to, they all have different audiences. They all have different things they care about. I work with clients who sell forklifts and I work with clients who sell dog kennels and everything in between. So how do I make sure my team can adjust and be malleable to that and speak in all of those different voices? Yeah. That's great. Cool. My turn. I'm going to ask a madman sort of question, <laughs> right? Good for it. Hot or not, having your office close to a bar. Mm. Hot, hot, hot. <laughs> we are like on the same page here. <laughs> hot, 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 hot. Yes. That is still your question? So, I'm no, sorry. No, it was so close. <laughs> I believe in rewards through food and beverage, so um, I definitely make sure that if you're on my team, you're well fed. You're you're just you're not ever 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 thirsty. So yeah. Do you I have believe. a policy on naps as well? <laughs> Are I you mean, looking for a new job? I am. <laughs> your lunch hour is your lunch hour. You know He's still looking for that nooner. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if you just want to take a quick snuggle in the back room, that's up to you. And by that, I mean we have some very hill Does Kelly that's listen to this show? I don't know, man. I, lawyers don't snuggle. Lawyers are all prickly and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. you know, marketing people are snuggling and stuff. We're, we're artists, you know. That's so funny. So again, my question is on a similar page. We have a couple really good uh, mm. breweries here in yeah. Chambly. Do you have a favorite? I mean, I am not personal. Again, I'm not running for office, so it should be okay. I'm not a beer person, um, but I love so much a lot of our local restaurants here. I mean, I met my husband at Blue Top. Mm -hmm. Our first date was there. Um, And so I have a real strong connection there. I love Southbound. We hop over to Hop Sticks quite often. Hop into Hop Sticks. Yeah, so those Three play Moonbird. Obviously, I have lots of meetings there and things like that. So, and we have that new brewery up the street. Mm-hmm. Uh, Artisan Ales. Yes, I've not been yet. Yeah, Artisan Ales, and we've got a we distillery coming to Shamblin. Now distillery. that is my speed. Yes. Now, I love. I love. There's a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say something that's not in Shamblin. There's a distillery in downtown area called ASW, and we had our Christmas party there. So I'd love to have something more close by that we could do cool. things like that so um, yes it is my understanding that this distillery will have event space yeah it's gonna and be we'll, very we cool. love booze you love booze <laughs> mm-hmm. 
that 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 is a little madman of us, I guess I should say. <laughs> well, you're not drinking martinis during work. Unfortunately, no, that's frowned upon. But you know, and why martinis? Why was that the thing with? I don't even like a martini. I hate martinis. I just, yeah, <laughs> it's just cold vodka. Yeah. <laughs> right. And olives. Yeah, maybe and it's olives. just to get the olive. I don't know. I like a dirty martini, but it, anyway. That's great. As we digress yes, farther away, once again, the trains are off the tracks. There's, there's no doubt. There's too many people in the room to keep everything on the track all the time. I want to thank. Is it my turn? Is it my? Oh, you got it's another your one. Turn. Do you have more? Go for it. Yeah. If you got um, more? Go for it. I do want to ask you mm-hmm. about your business planning. So, five-year mm-hmm. business plans, hot or not? I'm just going to breathe really heavily on the microphone on this. I think that they are important. I think it's always important that you set goals and that you look to the next thing. I think you have to be really flexible with it because in the way that everything in life does, it changes. Fluid, flexible, and subject to change. You need to, and particularly in my industry where the technology changes every day i can't keep up with it so i have no idea if social media in five years that may not even be a thing so if that's the cornerstone of my plan i'm in trouble if if that just kind of starts to fade out right so whatever it is if if i've not considered how we are going to be able to bend and maybe we have to change how many W-2 employees versus contractor we have. And those kind of, I, I have to be fluid with all of that because much like any business, it ebbs and flows. That's changed a lot recently, don't you think? I think so. Yeah. Think it used so. to be you had to have a, a five-year business plan and you had to have everything all planned out. And now it's, you've got to be flexible. Yeah. Things change really fast. I have seen in our own business. Fast. Yeah. I mean, I've seen in our own business where there was a very determined person to go a very determined direction and you know we all had to ride that horse with him and it just didn't go that well we had to cut and 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 try something else so i i believe in flexibility with that i'm not a big fan of the five-year plan i am the big fan of the one-year plan yeah Yeah. so every Uh november i do a business plan for my next year where i I map out you know how much revenue i need to hit you know how many new clients i'd like to bring in Um, and to jenna's point it is a flexible thing so that you know, when I get to the end of the year, if I look back and say, did I hit my numbers? Did I not? What do I need to change? Do I need to do more social media? Mm-hmm. Are these videos working? Is this podcast working? Do we need to change our marketing efforts? But I'm also, Jenna, and we'll leave it with this. I'm a big fan of throwing as many darts as I can. Yeah. Um, do you think that you know these 2,100 businesses that we talked about in mm-hmm. Chambly, you know, do they need to concentrate and have a, a focused attack, or should they be trying as many things to see what works and what doesn't? Yeah, there's. If marketing were a science, we'd all be a lot wealthier. It's not, and I don't know what works for your business and your audience until we just give it a shot. So don't throw all your money at one thing. Be smart about it. Test it out in small doses. See what bites and what doesn't. 
and then throw your money at those directions that really worked well. So, yeah. What do you think of the back? So I'm pointing now to our listeners to the back of my laptop right here, which has my brand on it. I've branded my laptop. What do you think of that kind of marketing? The the subtle stuff that is not in your face. It's mm-hmm. not, I'm not sending something to a client or a prospect. Mm-hmm. But when I'm at the Chick-fil-A and I got my laptop open, people see that, that brand. Is it's that w- product placement. And it's worked in television for 60 years. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, that's marketing 101. Mm-hmm. So any way that you can wear a, a logoed polo shirt when you're out in the way that you can... Now, I don't personally love decorating my vehicle with bumper stickers, but you do you. Um, find ways that you can definitely have that kind of thing visible for yourself. Um, if, if I'm taking out a pen to write, I make sure it's a black bear pen. Those kinds of little things. Product placement works, and that's yeah. why they keep doing it. Well, we've come to the end of our time. I want to thank you, Jennifer, for coming on the phone. If, uh, on the you. podcast, if someone wants to... Um, come and employ your services, what do you suggest? Should they just pop in or? We love foot traffic. So by all means, we're right by Himalayas in downtown Chambly. But um, you can also just visit blackbeardesign.com. And if they want to make an appointment, can they call you? Of course, yeah. What's that number? You can reach me at 678-534-1143. Okay. Well, David... Rachel, thank you so much for coming on the show. We appreciate uh, your help. Uh, it's been da- fun. Any parting words about Shambly, David? Uh, no, we're glad you're here. You're exactly what we're looking oh, for. Yeah. Bring Flat. your friends. <laughs> and and Rachel, your your uh, chiropractic practice going well? Going well. Just had my biggest month. All right. Oh. So people can reach out to what? Uh, remind me, you have an, a different website. What's I'm, the website address? I'm Atlanta Restoration Chiropractic. Atlanta Restoration Chiropractic. That's mm-hmm. right. All right. So um, you've been listening to Between Two Trains. Come back in two weeks, and we will have another great entrepreneur for you. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.